Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Thursday Thoughts. I hope this episode and podcast finds you well. I hope you're all having a wonderful week and a great start to the new year. I can't believe that it's actually already almost February. (laughs) Next week is already February, which is crazy to me. It just shows how fast time flies. But before we get started again, uh, I want to let you guys know that, you know, my email is always going to be in the show notes and the show description. You know, if you have any questions or anything you want specifically to be talked about, or if you can reach out to me in any other way, if you have any other my contact information, that's fine too. But again, I want this to be something for everyone who's listening, uh, something that's beneficial for you guys and where you are in your lives. Uh, but with that being said, everything that I'm going to try to do this season, you know, this at the beginning of this new year of Thursday Thoughts is about discipleship and about genuine faith. That's kind of the direction I'm going with this. So, you know, we've been talking about discipleship. Uh, we talked about a worker qualified, a worker approved by God. We Last week we talked about starting where you are, and specifically we talked about you know, people who may, you know, maybe some of us, you know, but people who struggle with, you know, maybe anxiety and depression or maybe something pretty serious along those lines. You know, we talked about these serious things, these serious things like that, but that you can still be a genuine Christian while maybe struggling with things like that. Just because, you know, you may struggle with depression or you may struggle with anxiety, it doesn't mean that, you know, that there's something wrong with you and that God doesn't love you. That's not, that's actually the opposite. We talked about it last week. So, you know, maybe if you're, uh, if you haven't listened to that one and you want to, you know, go check out last week, last week's episode. So last week we talked about starting where you are. This week I want to talk about how to start. And this one is going to be much more just practical for everybody. You know, I think, you know, if you struggle with, anxiety or depression or some kind of uh, mental struggle, or if you're just a new Christian trying to figure out where to start, or if you've been a Christian for a while, but you've kind of gotten lackadaisical in your faith and you're not maybe being a disciple and as faithful as a Christian as you want to be. Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. And that's what we are going to focus on in this episode of Thursday Thoughts. And that is our thought for today. So, um, I guess I'm going to be pretty basic here at the beginning and say, absolutely, yes, whenever you become a Christian, it is important to create daily habits. It is important to, you know, read, try to read your Bible, you know, every day and try to pray every day. Uh, absolutely, I believe that's important, and so of course I'm going to mention these at the beginning. But there's, I think, a way that those things take root faster than just trying to make it a habit, and we're going to talk about that. But um, when it comes to reading your Bible and prayer, you know, I, I I believe in being realistic, you know, and if you're going from you know I don't really pray and I don't really read my Bible. And you're gonna, and you're wanting to try to get to where you pray every day and you read every day. I don't think that magically that thing. I don't think it's just gonna magically happen and change overnight. You have to start somewhere, and that's what this episode of is about. 
And so I, I believe that, for example, reading your Bible, I think maybe just the best place to start is, you know, when you download the Bible app, just let, let it send the notifications to your phone and just read the daily Bible verse. Just read the daily Bible verse every day. And I think that's a great place to start. I mean, you're at least reading and you're getting a little bit of the Word. And sometimes, you know, they're pretty decent chunks of uh, passage in the daily Bible verse from the Holy Bible app. But I think that that's a good place to start. This isn't necessarily um, biblical, you know, truth that I'm giving you. I'm giving you Joshua's practical guide (laughs) <laughs> to what I think is the best way to start. To me, if you're going from not reading your Bible, I to me, I just I don't just just download the Bible app and look at the daily verse every day. Because then what it turns into is you start reading these daily verses, and then you maybe find a couple of them that you're like, "Ooh, that was really good." Then you click on the other the little link on it that says "Read the full chapter," and then you start reading the full chapter. You know, say you read something about how God is love in First John chapter four. And then you're like, wow, that's really good. And then you click on read the full chapter. And then you, you know, before you realize it, you've read 1 John chapter 4. And I think that's maybe where we should start when it comes to reading the Bible. You know, if especially if you're going from, you know, I don't read at all to I'm trying to read every day. You know, just start small. Because I believe in setting realistic goals that we can accomplish first. And then will grow from there. It's just like whenever you become a Christian. I don't, whenever I became a Christian, it's not like I knew everything then became a Christian. Absolutely not. I became a Christian knowing just that, you know, Jesus died for me and that he is Lord and that he's going to come again one day, you know. That's really the main gist of what I knew, and that's all you have to know to really become a Christian, and then you continue to grow and develop after that. And the same goes with our faith, you know, our Bible reading and our prayer life, you know. It's not like we're, you know, experts on it as soon as we start. No, we have to practice and we have to learn to grow in those things. And so just start. I think how to start, just start small. Uh, the same goes for your prayer life. I think whenever we, uh, whenever we pray, you know, it doesn't have to be a super formal thing. You know, it's more of a traditional thing, you know, uh, folding your hands and closing your eyes, um, you know, that that thing. But <clears throat> I think what, to me, what I have started doing, because, you know, even though I am a youth minister and I work in the church, I still find myself, you know, forgetting sometimes to take time to pray because, you know, I'm like, well, I got to do this, I got to do that. And I started some grad work, some grad classes. And so I'm like, you know, well, and then the little bit of free time I get, I'm like, well, I should probably read a little bit or do this assignment. So I'm not stressing about it later. And I realize maybe that I haven't prayed today or something like that. And so try to find those little moments in your day where maybe where you can stop and pray. For me, what I have started doing, um, and maybe it can be beneficial for you, you know, how to start praying a little bit more is uh, I pray a lot while I'm driving. One, it helps me not get road rage, <laughs> but uh, on a more serious note, um, it's just a, it's a time usually where I'm alone, I'm by myself, and it can just be me and God, and I can just talk to God and tell him about my day, tell him, you know, the things that I'm struggling with, maybe confess some things, and maybe, 
ask him for some things, you know, and just talk to God and just give him praise for the beautiful weather that we oftentimes get here in San Diego and other things of that nature. And then a lot of times, you know, right before I go to sleep, you know, I mean, I'm just laying there trying to go to sleep anyway, so why not just start talking to God? Um, And I think that's how, to me, that's maybe a good way for us to start. You know, if you're, you know, we talked about starting where you are last week, and so now if you're thinking about how do I start, you know, just anytime you find a moment where it's just you, just kind of, again, in a prayer, it's not like it has to be a certain time limit. It's not like it has to be a certain, you know, it's not like certain words have to be said. You know, just, you can just, you know, if you get a little moment, you know, just thank God for where, thank God for your home. Thank God for your job. Thank God for the food you're about to eat. You know what I mean? Just just take a few moments. I think that's the best way to start to me. And so, I think those things will be a lot easier when we're grounded in love. And Joshua, what do you mean? Uh, well, I'm going to look at two Bible passages, two scriptures, one in Ephesians and one in 1 Corinthians. Um. And I think that as Christians, we're just supposed to be grounded in love. Love is the biggest aspect of our faith and of our Christian walk. Um, I say that because, yes, as 1 John 4 says, God is love. You know, anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. So absolutely, Christians, we have to walk in love. We have to be loving. We need to love others as we love ourselves, as Jesus says, the the second commandment, the second greatest commandment. And so, how to start, I believe, is just work on being loving. Work on being grounded in love. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure you're probably, I'm sure you're probably wondering, you know, why am I, why am, you know, why being grounded in love? You know, I already love the people who love me and stuff. Well, as Christians, we're supposed to love everybody. So, in Ephesians chapter 3, in Ephesians chapter 3, uh, starting in verse 14, Paul Paul is talking, he, he's telling the church in Ephesus, it's a prayer for them. This is he's, he's talking about them. He's saying, for this reason I bow my knees before the Father, and he's praying, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being. So Paul's praying for strength for the people in Ephesus, and I'm sure for all Christians everywhere. Now verse 17, this is the part I really want to look at. So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. So Paul's praying, you know, for people to be, you know, so they can have the knowledge of God. But I love what he says in verse 17, you know, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love. So starting where you are, how do you start? You start by trying to become rooted and grounded in love. Being rooted and grounded in love. That's that's the key concept to being a Christian, is being loving. Because God is love, 
Therefore, we as Christians also need to be little loves. You know, if God is the big love, we need to be little loves. We need to be lights, as Jesus says in Matthew 5, that shine into the world, that shine out into the darkness, that show God's love to the world. That's what we're supposed to be doing. And so I think that's the best way to start. Uh, To me, I think that's how we start. We start by being loving. You know, and I think of I think of what Jesus says in Matthew 21, 22, you know, and whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. So, you know, in these moments where we find time to pray, pray to be grounded and rooted in love. Pray to start there, because I think whenever you start and you start walking in love, I think everything else falls into place. Um, And I have some biblical support for that, too, which is where we're going to look at in a minute. But I think that's the idea that Jesus has for us, that God wants for us, is to walk in love. So, right, Paul talks about being rooted and grounded in love. He talks about love uh, also to the church in Corinth, to the Corinthians. Um, You know, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, Paul's talking about the different parts of the body. You see, the people in Corinth were focusing so much on their spiritual gifts, and specifically they valued the gift of speaking in tongues and, you know, the speaking in these other languages and stuff. You know, they thought it was a really big deal. And, you know, they basically, they treated people with that gift over all the others. And that was incorrect, you know, because Paul goes on to say, you know, we are, we are all, you know, from one faith, there's one body with many members. And... You know, he says, for in one spirit we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slave or free, and we were all made to drink of one spirit. You know, we are all one in Christ, in the body of Christ. And so Paul's been talking about that. And at the end, you know, he tells them, you know, really you should desire the higher gifts. You know, in verse 31 of chapter 12 of 1 Corinthians, but earnestly desire the higher gifts, and I will show you a still more excellent way. We need to strive for the higher gifts. It's not necessarily about having a miraculous gift or being a teacher or a prophet or an apostle, um, you know, or possessing gifts of healing or interpreting. You know, Paul lists all this stuff, but he's still saying, you know, we should desire the higher gifts, things that are more important. And what are those gifts? The, The more excellent way that Paul wants to show the Corinthians is love is love being grounded and rooted in love. He says in verse 1 of 1 Corinthians 13, If I speak in tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And then he keeps on going and saying, you know, if I have this gift or I have that and I don't have love, it's nothing. You know, if I give away all I have and if I deliver up my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. Do you think love is important to be a Christian? Yes. It absolutely is. We we see, I mean, Paul's talking about, you know, that what Paul's saying there in verse 3 of 1 Corinthians 13 is, you know, if I give away all I have, so if I sell all my gifts, if I sell everything I have to the poor, and I deliver up my body, you know, and I, to be burned, you know, if I am crucified for Christ, but have not love, I gain nothing. That's how important love is. And so that's why I'm saying, you know, for our episode today and our thought today, you know, how to start. I think you start in love. 
you start, you know, when you become a Christian, work on being loving. Work on displaying the more excellent way of love. Because love is what? Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices in truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. All those other gifts are going to pass away, Paul talks about, but love will never disappear. So love is patient and kind. It means you'll deal with people maybe even when they're not being nice to you. Love does not envy or boast. It's not self-centered, right? It does not insist on its own way. Love is selfless, which is what Christ calls us to be. It is not irritable or resentful. Love will help keep you calm. Love will help you keep your cool. Um, love does not rejoice at wrongdoing. You see, being loving means that we won't be sinful whenever we love. We won't fall into these wrongful things. It rejoices in truth in the scriptures. Because when we love God and we earnestly seek Him, we will be in the scriptures and we will pray more. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. 1 Corinthians 13. It's a beautiful chapter. And I think from this we see that love is the groundwork and the foundation of being a Christian, right? If I don't have love, everything I do in my faith is pointless. And whenever I have love, I'll be patient and kind. I won't be self-centered. I'm not going to be arrogant and rude. I'm not going to be mean and resentful to people. I'm not going to be I'm not going to rejoice in doing these wrong things, but I'm going to rejoice in truth because I have love and because I really love God. And so how do I start in my faith? Maybe if I have anxiety and depression, or maybe if I'm a new Christian and I'm trying to figure out how to start, or if I've been a Christian for a long time and I'm kind of losing my way, how do I start back again? How do you start? I think we start in love, because that's the groundwork of being a Christian. As Paul says in Ephesians 3, being rooted and grounded in love, and then here in the more excellent way, 1 Corinthians 13, is to walk in love. Because whenever we are loving as Christians, when we display love, we're showing God to the world because God is love. I think that's how we start. And I think that's what we are called to do. And that's who we're called to be. So, as we are concluding this Thursday thought, Think about how maybe you can start better in love. How can I walk more in love than I am right now? Uh, or maybe I'm not walking in love at all, and maybe I need to start. Because I promise you, once we start, once we're rooted and grounded in love as Christians, when we love God with, with everything we have, we'll love other people, we'll love reading His Word, we'll love praying, and it will take so much shape in our life, and it'll, we, we will be more fruitful as Christians. So that's how we start. Being rooted and grounded in love. So with that being said, if there's, again, my email is going to be in the description. If you have any thoughts or concerns, please reach out to me. Again, let's be rooted and grounded in love. I hope this episode finds you well. God bless. God bless.